One bite, everybody knows the rules. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Adam Pax, the Pecorino. We're here for a special Requiem for a Tuesday because it's the double digits. Episode number 10. We made it. Woo! Yeah, I'm a big boy now. I wear my big boy pants to school. Okay? And so in the midst of this uh, little bit of coronavirus we got going on here, you know, we're all kind of stuck inside. Everybody's losing their jobs. I figure... You know, we're doing social distancing. You can't hang out with anybody, so I'm going to hang out with somebody. You guys, can <laughs> <laughs> you guys can hang out with us together. I didn't tell anybody I was coming here. He didn't tell anybody he was coming here. He's a Nobody little bit knows. embarrassed. Uh, we got the main man, Justice in the building. Justice James. Woo! Chef Juice. Damn straight. Yeah. My day one guy, old homie, bandmate, former living commander kind of uh, jobless <laughs> yeah 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 we're all jobless we're all homeless <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like we're talking on the phone if we don't look at each other while we do this yeah yeah <laughs> we should probably at least try to maintain eye contact i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah for those of you who don't know because you wouldn't because how could you uh he chose to wear sunglasses it's like a mask. It makes it easier to talk about things you don't, you know, necessarily talk about every day. Isn't that well? Wasn't that the kids' thing in Big Daddy? Um. Yeah. It's like he was invisible. Right. 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 Is if that how you ju- feel? If you just keep pulling Adam Sandler things, we could talk about something for a few hours. I mean, there's a lot of meaning in those jokes. I just watched Uncut Gems two days ago for the first time. No, for like the fifth time. <laughs> okay. And uh, thoughts. Better every time? Worse every time? I wonder where that kid is, you know? Which kid? I wish that that kid in Big Daddy was in Uncut Gems. Yeah, that would be fun. Like Like he just bumps into him? Like, hey, No, like he's old enough to work at the jewelry place. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Jon Stewart took him back, remember? Oh, no, I forgot the ending of Big Daddy. (laughs) Yeah, he's been Jon Stewart's kid the whole time now. Oh, shit. Does he ever have his kid on his show? John Stewart? Yeah. John Stewart doesn't have a show. Oh. Well. <laughs> uh, but I would say no. He's got a YouTube thing, That's probably. not his real son. He's got something. The kid? No, John Stewart. Uh, I think he inked the deal with HBO. It's going to be big time. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. I wasn't totally wrong. No. Maybe he wrote his kid into this new thing, whatever it is. Uh, th- again, that's not his real child. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to track that kid down, though. I don't think he's doing anything. I think he retired from acting if I had to, if I'm, I could be wrong. I'm going to look into this. No, yeah, but sunglasses, I'm not invisible, but uh, I also am just like, you know, my eyes are kind of fluttering. (laughs) And uh, if people, you know. You're just starstruck to be on, you know, such a highly touted podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to make this big. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you listening in the future, uh, at one point this was not a popular show. must be hard to believe, but here you are on the ground level. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for you. Uh, yeah, you know, they found, they're, they're like, oh, this is kind of okay. Interesting. So, the first Big Daddy, 1969, a horror film. Uh... <laughs> All made by some guy named Clark K. Hittleman. I got no info on this guy. Uh, yeah, just saying. Just saying. But did you find the name of the the kid? Uh, I chose to kick 
click the horror film first, so no, not yet. There's also a band called Big Daddy, a novelty band, who did 80s and 90s songs in 50s and 60s style. Aye. So, you know, if you got, if you if you're having a party or a bar mitzvah, put on some Big Daddy. Anyway. So, how do you usually format your shows? Uh, they don't really have one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I kind of just start talking and then things happen. So... That's not a bad idea. There are a couple of them where I had at least topics. I, like, I definitely have certain topics I want to get into. For yeah. a cer- like, some more than others. Some of them are like, I fully thought of everything I wanted to talk about. Some of them, we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. I kind of just go a little crazy yeah. at some point. Or, you know, you know, your brain connects things and you just go. That happens a lot. Uh, and then uh, episode three was the Kobe Bryant episode, Rest in Peace for Life. Uh, oh, that one I planned out a whole lot more. That one has like a whole narrative structure to it. That one was pretty good. I gotta make sure my phone's on silent. Uh, you don't really. Ha- you should. Oh my God, we're idiots. This, I knew this information. You know what? Frankly, I'm embarrassed right now, and you should be as well. Why? <laughs> because we could not be more stupid. And oh, you, I know what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the those kids are yeah, we know exactly uh, what they're up to. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, they should have been in Uncut Gems. Oh, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. That's true. But uh, Cole and Dylan Sprouse should have been two employees at Adam Sandler's jewelry uh, store. Whichever one is on Riverdale, Cole, right? Yeah. I don't know. I would want him because he's on Riverdale, and I kind of fuck with it. The other one's Not an archaeologist, so, yeah, one of them is I thought still he has a wine bar. And he's an Well, yeah, they're loaded, they, bro. Yeah. They're loaded. Dude, they lived in a hotel. They like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's They've been five-star lifestyle. Then they lived on a boat. That's what I'm saying. They went from a hotel to a yacht. Like, you know that they How do just you upgrade a hotel? Get a yacht. It really sucks that actually they totally were just on set of a fake boat for so long. Oh, it got to be heartbreaking. They probably I mean, never had the money to go on a cruise like that. What do you mean? They had tons. They were everywhere. Okay, here's the thing. What did you do in seventh grade? Or not even, what were they, like nine? How (laughs) old were those fucking kids? Third grade. What what were you doing in fourth grade that was so fucking important? I would (laughs) gladly be on the set. And then they also, smartest child actors ever. They took a break and went to college. Yeah. So they're good either way. (laughs) It's like, you go, Sprouse kids. Uh, Yeah, but I can't believe we didn't think of that. I'm sure Adam Sandler's totally chill with them, too. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like if anybody keeps in touch, it's Rob Schneider. (laughs) (laughs) He seems way more heartfelt. Hey, I'm in New York for the weekend. (laughs) Just call me back, Adam. That's a good Schneider. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a lot of accents. He does a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. There's definitely, he has a regular voice, (laughs) though, that you've heard before. It's kind of higher, right? Uh, I couldn't do a Rob Schneider impression. That Just saying that out loud sounds like a difficult thing to do. It's a nasally thing that I can't do. Is he nasally? I don't think he's nasally. I think he is. I don't know. I have no well, idea. Well, clearly, we don't know. We forget who the fuck's in Big Daddy. In my defense, I haven't seen Big, D- Big Daddy in at least a decade. Uh, me too. And every time I have the available option to do it, I still don't do it. <laughs> Which is weird because with all the gem stuff that was happening, a lot of podcasts I was listening to were talking about, like, old Sandler. Big Daddy came up for a lot of people. No, definitely not. What do you got? Uh, hang on. You don't got, like, a, a top three? 
Eight Crazy Nights. Eight cra- underrated. Severely underrated. I love that movie. It's fantastic. Not the technical foul. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me it's Bavarian cream film. <laughs> it is. It is Bavarian cream. I love that shit. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's so Whitey, funny. classic character. Um, uh, that movie, yeah, severely underrated. One of my favorite musicals of all time. I, I'm only into alt musicals like that. <laughs> that and Cats. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, apparently, it's fucking nuts, though. Isn't Taylor Swift in it? Uh, yeah. And so is uh, Judy Glover. Dench. Is Donald Glover in it? <laughs> I know James Corden is in it. That fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that big hamster. That guy is—he's like a British star. Yeah, he's like the late night show that nobody watches. So he does the karaoke bullshit. People watch that. The car, car thing. Yeah. What is it called again? Uh, not comedians and cars getting coffee. It's the shitty <laughs> British version of that. So you think he can sing in a car? <laughs> yeah, that's it. They just—he just sings other people's songs in a car. And he picks up like, like Lady with Ga- famous he, he picks up like Adele every couple. But weeks. they don't even <laughs> go anywhere. I don't think. I think it's a set. He's supposed to pick me up every Monday. I think it's like not even a car. It's like not a real car. I think. I have no idea. I don't watch that. Fucking kidding me. I don't me. watch that. That doesn't sound I, right. I don't watch that Euro trash garbage. We're past that point where they have to have backdrops for cars. <laughs> uh, you would think so. I don't know though. Um. Cinema, it's tricky. We should play with that, though. You know, we should do some backdrop stuff. What, greens? get into the green screen game? Yeah, and make stupid videos. <laughs> Have you ever tried to rotoscope? What? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. What's a rotoscope? How do you think green screens work? With a rotoscope? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a thing. It's not like a thing. It's not like a... Like a scope on a sniper rifle. I know like, that. Like, oh, shoot it, with the, shoot it with the rotoscope on. It needs to come and focus for my <laughs> robot. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you like crop the people out. What do you mean? That's like a rotoscope. So like if I took a video of you right now, I could rotoscope you out. Oh. I just like have to trace you. So that's like the more still somebody is in the thing, the easier it is. Oh. It's kind of like the same thing as animation. You know, it's easier to do less. Is that an less app? Less frames. Is there an app for that? For (laughs) rotoscoping? Yeah. I don't know. There might even be easier ways. There might just be an app for green screens, and you don't need to do that shit. I think if you want to make something, like, unique, you need a real backed green screen, you know? No, no, no. I mean, like, you could have the green screen, but maybe there's just a camera app. Oh, yeah, yeah. allows you to just put your... I mean, like, the iPhone or the iMac thing. Mm -hmm. If you went into, like video chat and had a green screen behind you do you think that the little backdrops would show up a lot better i'm sure they would yes i do believe that maybe you don't need to do all that tech you just need a real green screen so let's paint a wall neon green (laughs) well dollar tree has these like pull-up things so when we went to the up we brought a fake green screen (laughs) well it was a paradise backdrop but yes it sticks to your wall oh you get it at dollar wait was i there no. no, it was in the UP. Oh, the other trip. Yeah. Is that still what is going on with your trip now? Uh, for those of you who don't know, I you should pl- do it on the road, and then you should stop <laughs> and do shows. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah, live podcast in uh, normal Illinois. Let me know. Just kidding. Uh, I know it's record um, label there, record store there that does shows. Big difference. No, not they could be a label in their town and the store. I suppose so, but I know a bunch of record stores. I don't know anybody at record labels. Well, do you know a lot of record stores that have shows? Good point. 
because they all, mostly all of them do for something. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Reckless does it like once a month at yeah. least. Uh, anyway, so for those of you who don't know, I'm planning a pretty big vacation going. It was planned for uh, May 2020. But that might not happen. Not with this coronavirus. I mean, nobody's working and nobody's going anywhere. I was supposed to go across the country. <laughs> Me and the boys, we were going we were gonna to hitch a ride. We were going to go Nashville to Asheville, baby. Straight south, driving from Chicago to Indy to Nashville to the Smoky Mountains to... You know, whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that he got planned. Yeah, yeah. Asheville, North Carolina, and then, you know, whatever happens. You know, we're giving ourselves a week. If we make it home, that's the goal. Um, You know? And in other... other, um, So it's all in jeopardy. In other news on that trip, um, there will be lots of pizza and ice cream and stinking and farts in the car. Oh, that just nothing like farting and drinking yerba mates, am I right? Oh, it's a jolly old time. You get yourself at least a dozen yerba mate for the road there and yerba back. Mate. Yeah, you need at least six for the drives. And then you got to have at least six to eight for when you're chilling. Like, yerba mate is the essential road trip beverage. You got to get yourself at least two handles Guyaki. and a couple cases. Shout yeah. out, shout out. Please sponsor me. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Shout out, Guyaki. Absolutely. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't even know if it's pronounced yerba mate. That's just how we say it. Oh. I think that's, that's how you say it. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm going to be ignorant and say that that's definitely how you say it, and that's because I'm, you know, I'm white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Kind of. A we little don't, bit. We don't. We don't need to know what we're doing. Yeah, just shout out. You know, yerba mates and farting on a, on a big road trip with your boys. Absolutely. Yeah. So we were gonna be hitting the road, put about fifteen, sixteen hundred thousand miles on a car. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! <laughs> no, it, it's about like fourteen hundred miles, and uh, yeah, it's all in jeopardy. I don't know what the plan is. Uh, we did one to the Upper Peninsula before. Uh, all the youpers up there. Shout out to you. Yep. You hope you're not getting uh, super coroned out. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what the fate is. We're definitely pushing it back. I mean, it's at least on hiatus. That wedding that I was supposed to go to in Georgia uh, is canceled until further notice. Really? Yep. Well, I mean, that makes sense. It's supposed to be next month, right? Yeah. Can't do anything about it. April. It was supposed to be two days before 420. So aren't you also supposed to go to Greece? How it's going to happen? We're probably going to have to shorten the trip. Shorten it? Yeah. What about canceling it? Well, we already bought tickets home from Greece. But you didn't buy tickets there. But we didn't buy tickets there. Oh. Yeah. So you might just go like the day before? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe only like five days. Get there on a Friday, leave on a Monday? Probably. Like that's gonna be rough. That's like a sixteen hour flight. I think it's just gonna be leave on a Tuesday, come back on then a following Monday. And it'll be less than a week and that's what's gonna end up happening. Because it's supposed to be about uh ten days. Supposed to be ten days, and fucking that's not gonna happen now. No, it's sad. That is sad. I mean, it's okay though because that's just less money that we'll have to spend in turn. You know. Um. Yeah, I guess so. But like, is the refund gonna be complicated? Like, how's that We're gonna, gonna work try out? if if they. S- I'm what assuming if they, what if that like, by fuck then, you, you're going to Greece. I would still go to Greece. Yeah. But like curmudgingly, how would you enjoy that trip? It would be not shitty like here. Anything is better than Chicago at this point. That's inaccurate. What I just mean like scenery wise. Drive about an hour south. I don't I wanna like just Drive go one away hour for south. No. 
<laughs> I refuse. Right. right. <laughs> I will not go an hour south. I will only go 16 hours forward. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to Toronto. Oh, we need to go to... I, I wonder how Canada's being affected. I bet that they're not panicking. I bet they're chilling right now. You think that they don't have it or something, man? I'm not saying that they don't have it. Apparently, the entire planet has it right now somehow. Um, what if, you know, like, it doesn't make any sense. I was just thinking, like, uh, a little snippet of a of a opening verse because there's a lot of people that are, like, quickly publishing coronavirus songs, so I've seen. Oh, yeah, you got to hop on the trend. You got to hop on the trend, and you got to open up with uh, saying that Phil Collins wasn't funny when you could feel it in the air tonight because you're coughing on your grandparents. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? Run it. I don't know how I would work that in, but you got to make that sound funny somehow. Uh, maybe you should just start doing stand-up in your room. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Get a brick wall background. Oh, my God. <laughs> and start doing do an hour set. Just and talk. Like, yo, check out my new stand-up special. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it on YouTube, and it's an hour of you in front of a brick wall in your bedroom. And just Hannah laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a real audience there. <laughs> she'd have to be the one to press the laugh track button is what would happen and I'll just do laugh tracks yeah but she'll never know when to do it because she can't tell when the joke started <laughs> yeah. or ended or if that was a joke there's there's a way I just gotta make a little signal all out of I'm frame. saying is you have a nice camera you could at least polish it up it could be a weird like avant-garde film yeah I guess imagine okay hear me out you film yourself with a brick wall and a microphone uh -huh. You just talk for, like, however long you want it to be. Let's say it's a short film. You want it to be 25 minutes. Yeah, you do that like for uh, maybe 17 to 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do that, and you produce the beginning and end credits and everything as if it's a stand-up special, but then you don't try to be funny the whole time, and whatever you say, you just, like, score over it, and it's just a whole weird, bizarre thing. I mean, you watched David Lynch's thing with the monkey. Yeah. What did Jack do? That's not somehow that was brilliant. A at the end, I was like, "That's genius." Uh, the yeah, I don't know. It's it was good. I mean, he's a genius, so I I get why I think that. Cause I understand what you're talking about. But like, how you're is saying that take a, like a comedy bit, a 20 minute skit, and turn it into surrealism? And yeah, that could exactly. work. I could right. make that work exactly. But I I think that stand up comedy is the easiest form of surrealism that you could have. Really? So the fact that you're, yeah, because like people say crazy shit that would never happen anyway, and everybody believes everything that everybody What's says. What's an easy way to get subtitles on your shit? Uh, there isn't. Not auto-generating. There isn't. There isn't other than auto-generating. You have to go through and type that shit, or you have to like hire a service, I think. Oh. As far as I know. You subtitled that, like... A couple things, two or three things. No, no, no. YouTube auto generates. Oh. If you like stare at it in the menu, yeah, it'll start auto playing and it'll auto generate subtitles because there's no sound. So you can basically watch any video in silence is like the thing. It works really <laughs> well for what I'm doing, like on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, if your video is like Smosh, that 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 feature doesn't really do much. Uh, but yeah, having subtitles would be cool. Tom Segura does a Spanish podcast and then has English subtitles available for it, so you can watch it. He does a Spanish. Wait, really? Yeah, like he does it in Spanish, and then yeah, you can watch it with English subtitles. Now, originally you couldn't, but um, does he know Spanish that well? Yeah, he's he's like native. 
Or he's like from America, but like is he's like a first descendant or oh. whatever that first gen, or second yeah, gen yeah. is that second gen technically? Well, if you're did born his in America, parents move here? Just his mom. I think his dad. His dad's like a white guy. I think. Uh. Well, then, yeah. No, he's second generation. If first if he was gen born is just here. whoever moves here, or was or yeah. Yeah. First gen is move here. Second gen's born here usually. Yes. Okay. <coughs> that's ac. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. Where are they from though? I think Peru. He talked about going to Peru. He's Peruvian. Yeah. You know any Peruvians? You got any Peruvian puff peppers? Yeah, I know uh, a couple of them. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stories in there, but we won't divulge right now, ladies and gentlemen. Let me yeah, just tell you. Yeah, we ya, can't. Uh, there was a garage involved. Uh, there was a there was a laundry room involved, and the laundry room was in the garage. <laughs> 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 let's not let's not mince facts here. So I definitely know. Is he a short guy? Who? Tom Segura. Uh, he seemed pretty big. I don't know. You know, I saw him at Chicago Theater. He's pretty tall. I know a lot of short Peruvians. That's all that I know. Uh, yeah. The only Peruvian person that I know is also short, but also a woman. Um, I know two Peruvian men. And they're small. I think that that is their stereotype. Isn't, uh, in Barry, weren't they Peruvian? They're Bolivian. They're, Bol- <laughs> they're Bolivian. I uh, was just thinking about Barry because I was riding down Barry Street. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was just thinking about Barry because I just watched Barstool Sports. He did one with, uh, Bill Hader and Henry Winkler. Are you serious? And Henry Winkler. Separate. Oh, that's incredible. Henry Winkler is awesome. Dude, yeah. He's they, my kind They of panned Jew. over to the <laughs> crowd and Henry Winkler is just does a speech for all of them. He's like, I want to thank all of you for coming. Like, it's an event. He's just eating pizza on the street with this guy. He thanks everybody there for coming, and then he's like, repeat after me. Barry, 9 o'clock, HBO. And they're all doing it. They're all saying it back with him one word at a time. It was magic. He is the sweetest man of all time. He really likes that show, huh? He loves everything he does, though. He just advocates for everything. He's just a sweetheart. Watch more things with Henry Winkler <laughs> just talking to people. You'll cry. Oh. And what a nice man he is. Why, that's why he always plays a teacher or some sort of uh, instructor in everything he's ever done since whatever that show was he did as a kid. Happy Days? Yeah. <laughs> he was Fonzie, bro. Uh, when, since he was Fonzie. <laughs> um, I mean, he was a lawyer in Arrested Development. Oh, that's right. So. In, uh, some sort of servant. <laughs> I guess yeah, you can stretch it as far as you want until you become right. That's fine. That's right. Yeah, That's you know he up. was that uh, old white guy. He's, he's oh, been he a teacher. He's guy. been a social worker. He's been a lawyer. <laughs> and that's my guy. That's Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah, they call him the sprinkler. Why? Because he be coming. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Winkler fucks, bro. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, old people got to get their nut off, you know? <laughs> nut off. <laughs> <laughs> Homestar Rudder. <laughs> Bro, I used to play Trogdor all the time. Yeah, that's my shit. Guitar Hero 3, right? It, or what? 2. It was on one of those. You could do Trogdor? Yeah. As a character? No, no, as a song. Oh, as really? Yeah, I don't know if that was like bonus content or uh, something. I wasn't good at Guitar Hero. I couldn't play medium. <laughs> couldn't use the pinky. I could. I can't use the pinky. Look at this. Look at how, Look at this. You got little pinkies, bro. Dude, I I've I think I've learned that I have tiny hands. 
Hey, man. I think I'm starting to admit it. Everybody keeps telling me I do, and I think that I do. And I can't do anything with these small hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. You know. Um. You don't have small hands. Are I you sure? You got maybe you got a feminine like what? What's your third of your hand? What is your, <laughs> your <laughs> pinky, pinky and your side? third? No, your pinky and your third finger. It's got a little feminine smallness to it. <laughs> I think my hands are pretty nice. And you look like, you know, you wash your hands a lot. They're I a little don't. bit. I've, I've since started to. Actually, on the last episode, I did a bit about how, like, if I take a piss, okay, just hear this theory out, right? I don't. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> even well, right here's now. my point. If my hands are. I don't even use my hands. That's what <laughs> my point was, right? If I go take a piss, if I need to wash my hands, it's either because it's because I already needed to. Yeah. It's not like if anything, I'll take a piss before I I'll wash my hands before I take a piss because I don't want to get dirt on my dick. Like if my dick, <laughs> yeah, you yep. know what I mean. Like who's walking around with just a dirty ass dick and who's pissing on their hands? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also saying that you're sitting and then you're not holding your dick. No, a urinal. I don't have. What do you need to hold your dick for? You does uh, your dick s- angle directly into your jeans or does it angle out? Mine goes to the right a little bit, and sometimes oh, I pee on the wall. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Part of the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. How far do you stand from a urinal? Uh, I could I could get some distance. <laughs> but, like, you don't creep up in there? Uh, No, I just don't. I always have to hold my dick, so I just hover or but why do you I have- don't go. My point is, if you get closer, you don't have to touch it. At all, you could like put your shirt. It's or, your shirt, like against the thing. Or I wash my hands before I start anything in a public bathroom, and then well, I go and then I wash it again because I had to touch my dick. Okay, but see, one, you, d- I don't have to. I think that you can unzip, get it loose, and just stand there. That's I can't. easy. I do that I'm all the time. I'm not gonna stick my dick very close to. Oh, a urinal I stick either. my dick in the urinal. Oh, okay. I don't touch it. With anything. I understand. Maybe my shirt will be on it. If it's a high-pressure urinal, though, you have the risk of getting all that toilet water all over your shit. If yeah. you just, like, flush it on accident while you're still in um, there. I don't. I have a That's method. something that I know that I would do. Yeah, so. that's fair. But anyway, so. Yeah, why? I definitely do that. And then, okay, so my second point is then, if you are touching it, why is your dick dirty? Yeah. Like, you Sometimes know what I mean? it's a sweaty day. You know, you just, I, that's you know, fair. Just got your dick sucked before you went to work, and you have no other choice other than to make sure you don't smell down there. That's a luxury that I don't have. <laughs> I get my dick sucked almost never, uh. and I can't go to work. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, that's fair. I, I get that. But my second thing is then, okay, let's say you scratch your armpit. Nobody's like, wash your fucking hands, lunatic. You know what I mean? You should be. That's way more gross than your Just dick should be. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's ha- there's more hair. Your dick doesn't shouldn't have that much hair on it. Yeah. Unless wow. you got like that woolly like sweater dick, like some, a turtleneck. Yeah. Next. Some people are wearing a lot down there. You know. <laughs> that must be rough to have like a sock fuzz dick. Some people are gonna run out of razors during this pandemic and not be able to shave for the next three weeks. I only use an electric on my face. I've got to get razors. <laughs> you don't have a plug-in one? No. I thought dude. we had the same one. I don't know what happened to that one. Oh. I don't have any attachments for it. I don't either. I go straight to the face. Oh, I shave with a right. I used to do a straight edge and a straight razor. Yeah, and now I mean that's. Bold. I ran out of razors, so I've been using a regular like tri, triple Mac or whatever the fuck <laughs> from <laughs> you, Bic. <laughs> you ever try to shave uh, with a straight razor while you were stoned? Uh, yeah, and cut my face open. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, like pretty bad. 
No, just like on the places where you know you. It's just a little bit more sensitive. Like up here? No, I don't go. I have to go that high. See, right below my eye, I have a little bit of hair, like right at the cheekbone. But if I try to do it with the electric razor, I get like instant nerve damage, and it like hurts so bad. So there's like a lot of nerves right here for sure. Yeah, I don't ever have to get that high. I got I don't a little think fuzz. I got peach fuzz right here, right below my eye. Dude, you're gonna be covered in hair even in the face. What if you're a dog? Bro, I already can't even grow a beard. Oh, that's true. I've Last time that. I shaved down my neck, uh, my uh, I did it while I was pretty baked, uh-huh. and so I did like my little chin strap bullshit that I have to do because it's all I grow, and uh, the line that I did it at was like on my double chin and nowhere near like my jawline, <laughs> and I was walking around looking like a fucking bucket the whole time. <laughs> like you could have grabbed my chin strap. On my neck fat and held my head upside down like a bucket. <laughs> it was so off position. It was disgusting. I looked like a fucking bum fuck hillbilly. <laughs> was it? That's a pretty good. Uh, you could develop that character. You know, grow that neck beard out. Fucking go down south for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I could be hot in all the red states. Get some coveralls. <laughs> I've always wondered that. Like, if you did, uh, like, a right-wing character as a stand-up, you could probably blow the fuck up. Like, if you were a big Trump guy, yeah. like, your au- you would hate your audience and, like, you know what I mean? And you would have to, like, tell people in private that it's fake. It would be weird. But I think that it wouldn't be that hard. Like, if you were able to develop... You like your material could be half as good, I think, and you could be just as big, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, you just needed some really right wing shit to joke about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you still need to be pretty good, but you don't need to be as good. I can work with they'll, that. They'll just eat that shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good for your surreal thing. You're just saying a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. You should okay. Here's an it's idea. It's got to be subtly uh, unnerving. You should read a bunch of the president's tweets. But not in any kind of order. Like, scroll through and just pick out a bunch of certain ones and tell them all as one-liners. Oh, my God. And then you score it with something weird. Yeah, maybe film it in black and white, and it looks like you're doing a stand-up special. I think that that would be a good thing. I think that it would be good, too, especially if it was, like, if you knew that it was a fake brick wall backdrop and it was just in some dude's apartment. Yeah, like, at the end, you should pan out. Uh, yeah. Like, have it be a locked shot the whole <laughs> time, and then, like, you're like, thank you, good night. You walk off, and then the camera pans back, and uh, it reveals that you're just some fucking loser. It's got to pan out to me walking to my back door being like, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Like, totally faked voice the whole time. I could even have that voice for the ending credits or for the opening. Well, in my head, too, you're wearing, like, for the set, you're wearing, like, an oversized suit. Like Steve Harvey. Oh, my God. You know, like, you really go for it. It's as if you're, like, at Chicago Theater filming a special. I've got a suit. Like, imagine. But it's um, not oversized. I guess imagine, like, uh, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix Joker, like Arthur Fleck. Yeah. Instead of, like, doing that on TV, he filmed the special in his apartment. Uh, that like, was also really dark. Yeah, it would end up like that. But you would do it in a, a, a lighter tone. I think that they definitely milked their tone into the depths, you know. Really? I think uh, it, it wouldn't have been uh, the same Gotham if it wasn't that 
uncomfortable for some scenes. Uh, I think that the Gotham needed to be shown more. That was part of the problem. It was like, we get it. This guy's life sucks. But if there's, like, I don't I think I don't know if you like Batman as much as, or if you like Gotham City uh, as uh, Batman's and, like, that whole setting, it was fun to be inside of a little part of it for a little bit. And not have to have all the pan outs and all the look at this place for so long. No, I get that, and I agree with that. But I mean, like, the state of unrest within Gotham, it only was really brought up through, like, the radio and, like, newspaper headlines. They didn't, like, really... And then, like, one intersection. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like... Because, like, the story was, like, simultaneously trying to tell... it a low budget, too? It was, like, $50 million. Like, it was a lot. Joaquin probably got, like, 20 of that. (laughs) And... The director probably got the other, like, another 20. Uh, but I don't know. I just think, like, they didn't show the unrest of the city. Because they were, like, tr- they were telling his origin, obviously. But it was coinciding with, like, the city also having a bunch going on. And I just think that they, like, kind of explained it and didn't really show it. Like, they made it more seem like just his life sucked and, like, just his, like, neighborhood was garbage. And it's all, like, everything bad's happening to him. And I get it. That's how he feels, and that's the point. But bad shit's happening everywhere. I think that they could have... It would have been a better movie had they shown it. Maybe not a better Joker movie. Yeah. I'm talking about how to improve it just as a movie. Maybe not improve their, what they wanted to do. Yeah, just like wide settings and like very expansive ideas in movies like that. Yeah, usually. But before we talk about what how you like your movies, just fun fact, 62 million was the budget given, and it's the first officially official R-rated movie in history to earn over a billion dollars at the global box yeah, office. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, 62 It was one of the most successful superhero movies of all time, is what uh, they also in, said. Well, I mean, it, it would almost literally have to be, right, in terms of, like, uh, profit. Yeah. Because, like, Avengers made, like, two billion, I think, though, but... Boom. But the budget was like four hundred and five hundred million dollars. Let's hear, yeah, let's hear for like eight people that they had to pay off too. Eight super big stars Insane. or whatever the fuck. And those movies weren't good. But <laughs> no, we'll never talk about that. Well, see, that's the same thing though. I've never like, seen them either. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that like box office makes the movie better. You know, just because Joker made a Billy doesn't well, make it. Well, uh, those are also PG thirteen always. I think they are, and that one's, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's nah. look, it's a good movie. Joaquin's performance was amazing, but I think that it, it just missed a lot. It could have been better. It could have been bigger. It could have been bigger. I don't think bigger was necessarily the problem. I think it just needed a better... I think it was the. Pr- I think that that's a contributing factor if you wanted it to be better. How else could you make a movie like that better? It just needed a better writer. Pull stuff out? It definitely needed better editing, absolutely. Yeah. The fact that it was no- when I saw that it was nominated yeah, for what best were you editing about it when it w- there was a specific scene that you said that could have been moved or uh well I wanted the end scene where he's in the hospital oh. to just be a little mid credit extra thing like they do the initial credits that are basically the big you know the intro credits again yeah. and then just put it right there real quick thirty mm-hmm. seconds after the credits start. Yeah. That way the movie ends with him standing on the car with the fire and stuff. That's, That's way more grand. Um, See? More way better grand. ending. Way better ending. Yes. So cut yes. that, move it over. And then my other biggest gripe was um, when Zazie Beats walks in and sees him in her apartment. 
and then they replay all the scenes where they were together in quotes, and oh, you find out that, that he was didn't alone. Need to be there. Yeah, like why did you need to show me it again? I put the pieces together. She said, "Who? What are you doing here?" Yeah, like she made it clear that they're not friends. I, you don't need to spoon feed me. You know what I mean? I just think that that's lazy. Like that's Avengers type editing. Like yeah. include that so everybody knows. Like if. I think that they wanted it to be an artsier film. You know, he's saying that he, like, did his Taxi Driver. Yeah. Like, it's a, you know what I mean? So make it more like Taxi Driver, make it less like the Avengers. Yeah. So it's the little things like that. The superhero parts are what I like the least about it. That is the that is a huge uh, flaw in continuity, too, because it's destroying the timeline of the movie by having a flashback in the middle of it, which is so unnecessary. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It just destroys. It, yeah, it That's why you want it to be more like a Scorsese or... The flo- yeah, the flow was terrible. When Scorsese did flashbacks, like, they're essential to the plot, and they're, like, stylish and cut into the movie, and it's, like... It's more apparent that it's a flashback, and it's, okay, like, like to one character. Or, like, the thing they did in Raging Bull, the whole movie's in black and white, and then there's, like, a, a home video of the them as newlyweds, and it's in color, but it's, like, 16 millimeter, and it's, like... That was Wait, what movie was that? Raging Bull. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, you got to see Raging Bull. So it, it's a, it's like a biopic about this boxer who was like a monster. But anyway, him and his it's all in black and white, super stylish, unbelievable the whole time. Uh probably his best movie if I had to pick. But uh I haven't seen all of them, but I mean out of the out of the ones that you're supposed to see that I've seen, I would say that that's the best one. But the whole movie's in black and white, a lot of contrast and stuff. And then there's a scene where he like marries the girl he's been trying to marry. And then they cut to like a montage of them like hanging out in the summertime, but it's all in like gritty like 16 millimeter, but it's in color. So it's like a weird color. And it's just like a very artistic moment in the movie. Yeah. Whereas like that kind of cut and style change is weird and like fucks with continuity like you said but it's a cool artistic decision whereas the other one is just spoon feeding shit that we already know yeah i don't know how i felt about the whole uh color grain over the whole movie i don't i if it was actually shot on film or whatever the fuck i don't care but i didn't like that whole color um it was just it was colored weird i don't know uh yeah he tried to make it look older i don't like it it looks like it's new york in the 70s uh kind of yeah uh, I liked the look of it. Todd Phillips's movies have weird looks, though. Like if you rewatch The Hangover, it's shot like super dramatic. Same thing with Old School. Like the lighting is weird, and there's wait, th- which one's Old School? I don't know what that is. That's where Luke Wilson buys the fraternity. I've never seen it. We're going streaking. Uh, Will Ferrell. Don't remember it. It's a good movie. You should see it. Vince Vaughn's in it. Classic. Old School. Yeah. With a K. No. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's, like, his first comedy thing. That and The Hangover, they're both shot just, like, really dramatically in, like, this crazy way. Maybe he wanted to be in action. Well, this is, yeah, that makes Well, he did that movie War Dogs, too, I think. But, like, I don't know. He just has his distinct style, which is cool to have as a director. Uh, But, yeah, it looked different. It definitely, I liked it. That was one of the bright spots for me. I loved the look of the whole movie. Oh, well... That whole s- yeah. I loved j- the redesign of the Joker costume. Like that version of it was fucking awesome. I'm not saying it's better I'm than th- than a purple suit either. necessarily, but he looked fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like when I saw the teaser promo, I was like, "This is gonna be good." Yeah, because he just looked fucking sick in that suit. Uh, when I saw the teaser too, I was like, "This is gonna be good as fuck." Yeah, 
And <laughs> it only took like 20 seconds for me to be like, this is the new Joker movie. This is going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just announcing that they got Joaquin, I was like, he's obviously going to crush it. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know when what I mean? that happened, it was like, all right, well, this will be fun. Yeah. No matter what. Right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, could have been better. Definitely could have been worse. You know, DC properties fucking suck. Yeah. So, I mean, that's as good as that's going to get. There's a... Uh, Unless Martin Scorsese himself wants to make a Joker movie, like, it's not going to get better. And I think that that's the hard part to realize. It's like, if you want one of these to become, like, a like a top-tier art movie, like, clearly that's what they wanted out of that, and it couldn't get all the way there, but it was still a really, really good movie, especially given what it is. If you want that to happen, you need to get, like a big name to commit to doing one. Oh, uh, what do you know about Wes Anderson's newest movie? Speaking of mainstream Like, yeah, movies. imagine <laughs> imagine you get Wes Anderson to do Joker. Whole yeah. different movie. You uh, know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy. Uh, terrible. It would be terrible. <laughs> It'd be awful. <laughs> yeah, it would be really bad. But uh, I don't know much about it. He hasn't said that much about it. It's about uh, a newspaper, like a journalist in France in, like, the 50s. Um and well, it's about a bunch of journalists. It's just about a bunch of people in France in the fifties, like writing newspaper articles and shit. Seems Fuck yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yep. Uh, I mean, what's what it the called? The French Dispatch. Nice. I mean, Grand I mean, Buda- I don't know anything about it. That's Grand Budapest I, Hotel was amazing. I mean, you tell me the plot of Moonrise Kingdom for me. That sounds like a shit movie. I don't want to watch no fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Kids can't act. But it's it works. That movie's amazing. <laughs> that movie's so good. But, like, uh, you know what I mean? And you tell me any movies about kids, I'm pretty much out. Like, they're not good. There's very few movies with children as stars that I'm into. Uh, I'm trying to think of any movie that I... Uh, what's... Uh, Stand By Me is a big one for me. That's River and Joaquin Phoenix, right? Just River. It's River Phoenix. It's River... Jerry O'Donnell, I think. O'Connell, <laughs> that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in there? I don't even fucking know. Um, Famous people. I like The Sandlot. <laughs> I'll do The Sandlot. Never seen it. Uh, I think I know that I've seen Stand By Me, but I don't fucking remember who's in it. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. I get it. It's like, oh, you ever seen Stand By Me? You're an ignorant. <laughs> Bro, it's a Stephen King adaptation. I understand. I understand. So like, have you seen Shawshank? Yeah, I've seen Shawshank. It's it's not on that level. I was gonna say that it was. I can't even, I can't even fake that argument. But it's a good movie. I it's think movie. Shawshank's a pretty good. Shawshank. Shawshank's a, a masterpiece. Oh, you think that Stand by Me isn't as good as Shawshank Redemption? Correct, but uh, it's really good. No, it's about the same. You haven't seen it. Shawshank and Stand By Me. I've seen both of them. You just said you haven't seen Stand By Me. I know that I've seen it. I just don't know who's fucking in it. And I don't really, you know. Yeah. I know that it's a book. And well, I know that it's a Kiefer Stephen S- King. Kiefer Sutherland plays like the older teen villain. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm literally going to kill you to like a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like nobody in towns are this aggressive. It's like I bet Stephen King got bullied like twice. And now his version of bullies is literally like, murder. Everybody else is an asshole. Yeah, I think Stephen King might just be the softest fucking guy on earth. It was Mark and his friend <laughs> Trevor. He's like and one. They would push me down the hill. Yeah, he's like one time they took a fry from me and called me a nerd, 
and now I wrote 5,000 horror novels about monsters. And then in high school, they made me prom king, and then they threw potatoes at me. <laughs> and it's like, bro, fucking get over it. Okay? And they were hot and cooked. <laughs> Wouldn't that almost be better? I feel like a raw potato really could like kill somebody. A raw potato would be like stunning him, but a cooked potato would be like burning him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't it, know. What would you rather get? Hit, what would you rather get hit with? Okay, a raw chicken, a whole chicken, <laughs> or a rotisserie chicken. Probably not the hot chicken. I just I think would that rather would get hurt. hit with the hot chicken. Um, I think that if you threw raw chickens at somebody, I just think their bones wouldn't fall and pierce out of the skin. But <laughs> if you did the cook, you might run your, the risk of getting I'm stabbed by chicken bones. Okay, think of it like this, right? So the game hot potato is like you take a hot potato and you chuck it around. Yeah. You can touch it, just not for very long. Yeah. So, so if like if you get hit with a hot potato, you. yeah. But if you get hit with one, it only hits you for a second. It bounces off. I'm talking so cooked that it mashes on you <laughs> as it hits you, like, like butter and nice all. And tender? Okay. Yeah. You're talking like I went through like, Wendy's drive-through. <laughs> got I a baked potato with chili and cheese and sour cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With yeah, that <laughs> that would probably hurt more. If you got it to stick, yes. But if you don't, I'd rather take the cooked one. Uh, also, Wendy's <laughs> baked potatoes are lit. Super underrated. And then Stephen King wrote 12 novels about bullying in different <laughs> forms. <laughs> yeah. Because of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I think he's uh, 30% creative, 70% soft. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King, you a bitch. <laughs> Stephen King, you a fucking pussy boy. <laughs> pussy boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, he disowned The Shining. He's like, fuck Stanley Kubrick. That's because... <laughs> it's not, My book's about alcoholism. It's like, yeah, his movie's better. Who fucking cares what your thing's about? Yeah. I don't care that you were an alcoholic, Stephen King. I care that <laughs> Stanley Kubrick made one of the greatest movies ever made. You should be grateful that that movie came out of your book. You should be glad he made changes, because they're clearly for the better. There's no way that that book is better than that movie. Stephen it's impossible. King, 33% creative, 33% tortured, 33% bullied, 1%, 1% hot <laughs> gas. Oh, you should have synced with me. I wanted it. It would have been good. Yeah. But it would have been our like Ralphie John Ralphio Tom Haverford <laughs> moment. Wait, that's a hook. Or our uh, Troy and Abed. Oh. I don't know Troy and Abed's thing either. Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> they have like a fake morning show. Sometimes there's a real audience. Damn. Well, until we get a real audience, we're not going to Troy and Abed anything. I wish that Donald Glover and Danny Pudi remained good friends and did a podcast together called Troy and Abed in Danny the Danny Pudi! It's just a shame. I mean, Donald oh. Glover just became the biggest star in America, arguably. He does everything. And now Lil Dicky is just the white Donald Glover. I don't really, you know. Lil Dicky's new show's good. I don't really like Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up, bro. I don't really like That's <laughs> fucked up, bro. Childish Gambino. That's a classic <laughs> movie. How dare you? I was trying to say I don't like Childish Gambino as much as I like Ovid. <laughs> uh, so you mean you don't like just his music as much as specifically the character Abed? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Abed's one of the greatest characters ever written. Uh, on television, argu arguably on network television, a hundred percent. I don't watch a lot of network television. Well, there man. you go. <laughs> it's like Kramer, 
and Abed. And uh, that guy from the Big Bang Theory. Oh. What's his name? Uh, Abed, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind He's of. He's a shitty Abed. Fuck uh, that show. Mr. Rogers is a network television uh, personality. Public access doesn't count as network television. That's not the same thing. Oh. And also, fuck, Abed. I'll watch Abed over Mr. Rogers. <laughs> now, did you watch that movie where he uh, Tom Hanks with Mr. Rogers? Did that come out yet? No, I didn't watch it because I found out that it's not about Mr. Rogers. It's about Tom Hanks? No. It's about, like, a journalist talking to Mr. Rogers sometimes. Like, this dude, like, oh. he, like, goes to Pittsburgh and interviews him, like, three or four times. And it's in the viewpoint of the journalist? Yes. So it makes him seem like a monster? Tom Hanks is a supporting role. Oh. Is what I'm saying. Like, he's not even really in it. Mr. Rogers isn't really in it. It's about the journalist. Mr. Rogers is a character in the movie. Oh. They just marketed it because it's like, Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers, go see it. But the movie's not about that. Is it? What? Okay. Yeah, it's well, about a guy writing an article about Mr. Rogers. Oh. Yeah. It's like never been kissed without Drew Barrymore. Sure. <laughs> sure, if that helps. It doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Maybe somebody out there will hear that and they'll go, oh, yeah, that's my movie. That's my kind of movie. Like, oh, my God, I love Drew Barrymore. She uh, looks like shit in that movie, to be honest with you. Which movie? Never been kissed. Well, she's supposed to. No, she's not, dude. Oh, you're just saying because that was like her drug-heavy years. Yeah, yeah. she looks drug-heavy, bro. <laughs> I've never, I didn't, I don't like that movie. You like ET? It's okay. I think it's overrated. I'm not a big Spielberg guy. I don't get it. Oh, like yeah, he made some grand, amazing shit. That's cool. I'm not big into like, I'm not big on like saying people are the best because they're trailblazers. I'm like, thank you for blazing the trail. You're either the best or you're not, though. You know what I mean? Who do you like better, Steven Spielberg or J.J. Abrams? Uh, Spielberg, easy. I mean, I only like, like, three J.J. Abrams things. He doesn't have as many as Spielberg. Right, though. he's only directed, like, seven movies or something. It's right. not that many. So you, you think he's a young Spielberg, though? Uh, no. Oh. Spielberg, uh, even though he didn't, like, write stuff, all of his movies were, like, original things. Mm. Abrams is doing all this franchise stuff now. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he would have been. Because like, Super 8 was a great flick. I know you love that movie. I do really love Super 8. It's a good movie. But if you compare Super 8 to E.T., like, I'll take E.T., it's better. It's just better. Honestly, it's... Like, it doesn't look better, sure, but it's a better movie. Yeah. Wait, say that again? E.T. is but Like, Super 8 has better effects. Like, it's a better-looking movie, than sure. Than which one? Than E.T., but that's because of time. Yes. But, like, yeah. Uh, that other doesn't th- count. But I'm saying everything other than that. Yeah, E.T. is a better flick. Like, Spielberg, yeah, sure. I'm not saying he's, like mediocre i'm saying he's overrated because he's highly rated it's the way i feel about the beatles it's not i don't think it's controversial to say somebody that's somebody that's considered the best if you call them underrated or overrated that's the most accurate thing you can call them yeah like you cannot call him underrated you'd be an idiot you can either say it's accurate or he's overrated those are the two things i think he's overrated uh you should have an over under episode dude I've been thinking about doing, like, ranking episodes. Like, I wanted to do Paul Thomas Anderson and a Tarantino one. Probably both in one. I don't know if I could carry a whole episode. Paul Thomas Anderson and a Quentin Tarantino. What? They both have about the same number of movies. And what was the, what's the over-under comparison? No, I would do a ranking of worst to best for each individual guy. Worst to best. And then I'd maybe do a discussion on, like, comparing them. 
is the other thought. So it might be three full episodes. It might be, it might be just my top ten list. Or well, there's not ten movies for either guy. But yeah, and then the next one might be my compare. Should just be top three. You should do them in thirty minute segments. Well, I just think that since each guy only has like one has eight movies, the other guy has nine. Yeah, it's so like three each. Yeah, but why do a top three when there's so few? It's like with Scorsese when the guy has thirty movies or whatever. Then sure, you can do whatever list you want. But I think if the guy only has nine, ranking them is easy. And it's not like you have to spend ten minutes on every one. That's true. You know, the first five you I could breeze through. Yeah. yeah, I would do a little bit on it. I'm sure. But I don't know any Paul Thomas Anderson movies. There will be blood. I know that movie. You haven't seen it. Uh, you I haven't seen I've There Will Be Blood, bro. Like you gotta watch There Will times. Be Blood. Drainage. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Paul Dano. You like Paul Dano? Is it Christian Bale too? No, it's fucking uh, what's his name? Daniel Day Lewis, bro. Oh. T- Paul Thomas Anderson works with Daniel Day Lewis. He also works. You ever seen Boogie Nights? I've seen Boogie Nights. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. Fucking love Boogie Nights. What else? Magnolia. Nope. Punch Drunk Love. Uh, Adam Sandler. No. His first dramatic role. Nope. You gotta see it. I got it. I got all of his movies on DVD. <laughs> Heart Eight. I told you it comes with Johnson Family Vacation. You always want to watch Heart Eight. Wait, it's good. I don't remember that movie either. You haven't seen it. Oh, almost nobody's seen it. Isn't it, that his it, first it movie? Made, like no money. Yeah, it was really independent. Then he went right into Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah. Uh, Magnolia. Uh, the Master. Oh, is that the magician movie? No, it's about a cult. God damn it! It's tech. It's tech. It's kind of about Scientology, but it's not. But it's Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Amy Adams, like all just ten out of ten home run acting performances. All the cinematography is unreal. Johnny Greenwood does all the scores. It was John. He worked only with John Bryan, and then he started working only with Johnny Greenwood. <laughs> Who's like, John Bryan? John Bryan is the guy who did who finished Mac Miller's album. He oh. was on um he did late registration with Kanye. He scored Eternal Sunshine, like he scored a bunch of amazing scores. He's really talented. He's more of a score guy though. Yeah. But uh yeah, all the scores are great. And then Phantom Thread was his newest one. Daniel Day-Lewis's last performance. Unbelievable movie. Phantom Thread. Unbelievable. Haven't seen it. The Master's probably better. Boogie Nights is probably the best, but yeah, Boogie Nights is good, dude. Yeah. He works with John C. Riley a lot. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Magnolia is pretty good. Tom Cruise is in it. Uh, John C. Riley's also in Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore. That's if you guys, if wow. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Loop that shit back. John really? C. Riley's a fucking man. Dude, he's a funny fucking guy. But uh, yeah, he's And my lips are starting guy. to chafe from this microphone. That yeah, much is true. We're going to wrap it up pretty soon. But I, uh, uh, it, It's been good, but I. C- I, w- I could probably, d- if I lubed up my lips before yeah, I did this. Yeah, I need to get like a two tub of Vaseline. Yeah, well, if I did it as we started, uh, it'd be nice and still greasy, you know, and it would be nice to talk yeah. to. Is there microphone grease? Is that a thing? Because I, I just feel I like if I get so. shit on this, that's probably not good for the mic, you know? I don't know, but make sure you sanitize your microphones, you know. We're I'm not going to have any it. more guests during the coronavirus. Possibly. Uh, but I may get the president. Uh yeah maybe he'll come by he'll just be like kidding. what are you doing I wouldn't have him that was a terrible <laughs> it's supposed to be Donald Trump <laughs> who did it sound what like? are you doing that's what you sounded like I don't know <laughs> you didn't sound like anybody what are you doing here <laughs> yeah you got it that time that's how I would impersonate the president do a Joe Pesci 
Uh, Joe Pesci, the guy from Home Alone. Wow, that's where you go, huh? <laughs> there's, there's two kinds of people, I guess. What are you doing, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That wasn't bad. <laughs> he has a comedy album. Oh, my God. But it's music, and he just talks about, like, fucking pussy and shit. Oh, no. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, that's yeah, terrible. We were talking about it one night, and Ben put it on, and, uh, yeah, the song was just like, I'm going to fuck this bitch, and it was like a <laughs> rap song. It was nuts. And then he... To Did he have a burnt-up beanie, too, <laughs> with no, a bald head no, on top? No, but he, he, like, plays a character. It's oh like my It's called, God. like, Vincent Carpeggi's Playhouse or something crazy oh, like that. Oh, he's a pimp. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, to coincide with the release of The Irishman, he dropped, like, a real album. Oh, and it's, God. like, jazz and singing, and it's better. Goldblum's got a record. He's, like, a taller Danny DeVito. Oh, <laughs> uh, they, yeah. Well, no. They're both just short guys. <laughs> Uh, he's like a. I don't think they're similar at all. He's like a more, you know, northern version of Danny DeVito. Like, doesn't live in the slums of Philly, but lives like in Manhattan. I think <laughs> that Danny DeVito is from New York City. I know that, man. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't think he's from Philly. I know, but it just looks like anytime I see him in my head, it's in Philly. Yeah. Being greased Well, okay, up. so that at least makes sense, though. Yeah. But thinking of Joe Pesci as the guy from Home Alone. Yeah, thinking of Danny DeVito in real life, he's like a well-kept guy, you know? He's Danny DeVito. He's the man. You ever see Twins? Yeah, I've seen fucking Twins. Yeah, okay, that's my guy. There we go, we're coming back. Well, I'm sorry I've never seen Paul Thomas Anderson movies. It's not my fault. You should. He's the greatest director of our generation, him and Tarantino. Those are the two guys. I know I had those DVDs at some point in my life. I got all of them. Yeah. Let me know. He's the best. I'm not... Watching any new content while I'm uh, during this quarantine. The quarantine's the time to do it. No, it's not. It's time to create. No, well, both. We're doing both. We can do both. I agree. We could talk about the stuff that's already been done, but we can't just keep rewatching it. Well, I can watch them because I've never seen them, but you shouldn't watch them because you've already seen them. Well, now you're just agreeing with me that you should be watching. Okay, new stuff. well, I take back what I said. I revoke it. Okay, good. You should watch. Please it. omit that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, my lips get chapped at the end every single time. That's, that's when you know that's, you've done enough. Well, that's a big reason why I like to keep them at about an hour. Because if I, I want to... This is two. We're doing good. This is not two hours. That's a fluke in logic. It's been 58 minutes. Oh. Yeah. It is a fluke in fucking logic. Like my logic and the program of logic. Absolutely. So... Well, then never mind. We, we've we got, how long do you usually go? I usually go about an hour. I like to go over an hour just so I can see the number go into three digits. I think that we can uh, we can keep this up for a little well, bit longer than normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than your so, normal episodes. Right. So, yeah, right. That was kind of the idea. So, anyway, my that's what I was going to get into. So, like, mm. I'll usually do, like, a li- as much over an hour as I can. But then usually my lips are getting sore. My throat's a little hoarse. I'm also kind of just running out of things to say at that point. And, uh, yeah, I cut it off. Because I, I wanted to go, like, 60 to 90 minutes was my goal for a solo. And then, like, 90 to two hours, t- 90 to two and a half hours, really, would be my goal with a guest. Oh. Um, but that was, like, with more planning. We did kind of spur of the moment this one, which is fine. I mean, I guess if you can think of questions, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, I don't know. We could like, do an interview segment part of it. Well, I'm saying like I could I could have been like, hey, give me like your top five, whatever. And we could have like talked about something like yeah, that. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to do it. Or I could have done my hour. Yeah. Not released it. 
and then just been like, and now we're bringing a guest, and then we do that for an hour, and then it's a two-hour episode. There's a lot of ways to do it, you know? I think that that would be a better idea because it's your first run with a guest to have an introductory uh, period and make it a two-hour special. I mean, I still could. I'm not gonna. Uh, it's too late. Oh, God. This is how the episode's going. But that's the thing. You live and you learn. That's the weird thing about podcasts. You put them out, you keep going. You yeah. live and you learn. That's also why I'm not cementing to any... Like segments or whatever. I'm going to see how this thing keeps flowing. You know, we're only fucking 10 episodes old, baby. Happy birthday, you know? Happy birthday. Our fat. That's right. I See, I remembered. Yeah. I'm glad that you have an acronym for it because it helps me remember it better. Exactly. Hashtag our fat. Our fat podcast at gmail.com. I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. <laughs> That's correct. See, he gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be a big brand. I was paid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I feel like Tuesday. That's my next one. It's Wednesday, so that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, but it's for the podcast. I agree. Yeah. You know? The shirt that I'm going to do, it's going to say I feel like Tuesday. It's going to be like I feel like Pablo. It's going to be in Old English. Oh, that's really good. That's one of my shirt ideas. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, you should do backs, too. It should be front and back printed. Yeah, well, the back would probably just have like Requiem for Tuesday on it. Well, I was just thinking it backwards, like you're a mirror or a window. Oh, do it on both sides? Yeah, just fuck That's it. That's not bad. It. That would be sick, actually. I like that. Uh, uh, well, I'm very far from doing that. I got about if four subscribers one thing, right now. you know, independent artists know how to do, it's make a cool t-shirt. Yeah. because It's th- all that we have. Because it's all we ever want. Like, I've said No, that. it's not all we want. We want clothing lines. You well, got to yeah, follow yeah, yeah. what he said. I would <laughs> love to do that. But what I'm saying is like... What I would love to be able to do right now is just be able to make and sell some shirts. That would be fucking sick because all you can do is come up with shirt designs, but yep. guess what? You have no means to make or sell them. Yeah, I'd like to do some uh, some a panty line. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet people that already make shirts, they're like, all right, dude, I'm going to make a boat. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, once you get a shirt, it's like, what's the next demon? Because right now, my mind is only thinking, like, small-time shirts. May- maybe I'll do, like, a run of shorts. I like shorts. I got no crazy ideas yet. Sweatpants would be tight. But that's it. We're only thinking clothes. I'm thinking leisure wear specifically. Extra long shirts. <laughs> I only make branded long john underwear. Uh, that would be gnarly. I'd wear those all the time. Uncle Justices. Oh. Dude. And like, keep it like woodsy, you know? Woodsy palette. Oh, speaking of which, what's your band camp, Justice? Let the people know. Put your plugs in. Multiplex.bandcamp.com. That's our band, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not advertising anything else. Go <laughs> check it out. He doesn't want the other stuff on there. It's coming. Yeah. New content Hot coming. fucking tracks, mothers. Uh, if this dude was like a traditional, traditional singer, yeah. you know how life you're up would be? If I was a, tra- oh, like, well, imagine, like, okay, no, here's the thing. If I went to school for theater, I'd probably be doing a lot better than I am now, to be frank. Okay, honest. but here's my thing. Imagine you get a record deal, right? Yeah. Tell me that you're not getting, you're getting signed to, like, Columbia, like, Bieber style to do some gay pop shit. Um, and I don't mean gay, like, homosexual. I mean, like, gay. Like, these songs are super happy and vibrant and, like, I'm on the radio, like, Megan Trainer type shit. Be like I was 16 years old again, man, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the music we make is absolutely insane. You wouldn't know that because nobody's ever heard it. But it's artistically pure. Now, what I'm saying is... Yeah. With the final point I was getting to... I feel good about that statement. There's, Tell me the odds of you being able to say no to this. Yeah. There's no way that Columbia Records doesn't mandate that your album is called, like, Justice for All 
or something, and it's spelled like your name. It Tell me your name doesn't get used all the time in, in bullshit marketing schemes. Uh, if I was... The the circumstances we're talking about are if I was a pop star. Yes. Uh, and in that circumstance, my name would be utilized for for poor marketing. Yes. Uh, I probably wouldn't accept it. But I'm saying people but, that, people that but, have don't have a choice. But Justin Bieber doesn't have a choice. Maybe um, now, maybe now, sure. I I think that I think that if I played into my name at an earlier age, it might have worked out better at this point in my oh, life. Oh, you're saying that it might just be a good idea. Right, and I'm not going <laughs> to do it now. No, but, but <laughs> my point is that's hacky and tacky and wacky. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bananas, but it's it's enough. It, it would have been enough that's at like name. 13, 14 to be like, yeah, this is a good idea. Right, no, absolutely, and that's exactly how Let's those... Let's name the band after me! <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how those companies think, and I think that that's stupid. It's with an S. So I'm saying you dodged a bullet. Right. His name is spelled Eustace. And then if I if I was a pop star, na 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 na, I would um drop the label and then the name of the album would be It's with an S. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it like it's kind of defining and I change my name into a into a symbol too, so that I, I wouldn't have the name anymore. But it's like just a peace sign. Yeah, I'd be like th- the new prince. <laughs> Is yeah. that too soon? <laughs> Probably. Especially for you. <laughs> and I think that's out of bounds just for you to say. <laughs> it's with an S. <laughs> it's with an S. That's that's what he said, ladies and gentlemen. And don't you forget it. All right. We're going to peace out here. I want to thank to my hetero life mate, Justice. <laughs> Hi. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Th- thanks for coming on, buddy. It's been a lot of fun. This has been Requiem for a Tuesday. And as always, please, please never forget, I are fat, you are fat, we are fat. Calculator. Wash your hands. True. <laughs>